0: The ego did not create itself, did not invent itself, but is the product of a collective template. One could use the metaphor of an infinite sheet of cookie dough. And there is a cookie cutter that has cut a certain amount of this dough and separated it out. That's the ego. Now before it's baked, it can be put back in. And once it is smoothed out as part of the sheet of cookie dough, it loses its identity, doesn't it? It's simply the entire infinite sheet of sweetness, but once it's been separated out into a tiny little cookie and baked, can't be put back, that's ego life. And so because the ego is a cutout and is a form that has been separated from its own essence and baked into hatred, fear, envy, despair, all of that produced simply by its removal from its infinite source. The ego cannot be healed because it is the very cutting off from its infinite essence that is the problem. And once we try to figure out how to solve our problem of suffering from within the context and frame of reference of the ego, it becomes hopeless. Since it is that very frame of reference that is the problem. As soon as there is an ego, I, that tries to think its way out of the problem, it can only think its way deeper into the problem. And because it lacks capacity to be in touch with that which is beyond its own boundaries, because of its own fear of transcending its boundaries. It remains within the complexes that torment it, and can only activate those complexes and make them worse. Because the ego is already an abandoned complex. And therefore, it's hatred of having been abandoned, it's fear of being inadequate to the challenge of life and of death, of pain, of loneliness. Cause it to use defense mechanisms that bring it into submission to forces that are malignant to the principle of growth and transcendence of the ego. But defensive shells are put in place that become ever more harmful, ever more alienating, ever more destructive of the ability to think. But the good news is that while the being is still alive and the body has not yet died, the cookie has not been put into the oven and it can be retrieved and returned to the dough. It has that opportunity But that would require surrendering its illusory identity. The metaphor breaks down for this reason. The ego lives in a context of subject and object. And because of that split, it cannot taste its own sweetness. And it needs to be tasted by someone else in order to be found sweet and good and to be validated. But consciousness, in its real sense, is self-tasting cookie dough. It doesn't require an other. to enjoy its own sweetness. And it doesn't require being consumed by another. And it doesn't require consuming others in order to taste sweetness. It is because of this innate capacity of consciousness to enjoy its own sweetness when it has not been cut into an ego form that makes both desire and fear and hatred obsolete, unnecessary, literally unthinkable. because there is no reason one would eliminate or divert from the enjoyment of the blissful sweetness that is the self. But the ego cannot understand its own blissful sweetness nor taste it. This is its tragic condition. once it has been cut off from its source, it has been alienated into a kind of consciousness that can no longer access its own blissful essence. And thus it resorts to artificial means of drugs, sex, rock and roll, and all of those other cultural artifacts to produce momentary glimpses of enjoyment. And hopes to get its need for sweetness met through the desire of the other, or through melting back into what it thinks is its family dough, by trying to merge back into the biological family, without realizing that that is not where the dough came from. But those are only another batch of already cooked cookies that cannot offer or receive sweetness. And to get back into the cookie dough requires the dissolving of the identification with the body and with the concepts that are based upon a separate individuality which is only a concept, not a reality. It is only when there is a realization that no matter how many bodies are in the room, there is one consciousness, that the taste of the sweetness of that one consciousness can again be felt. Can again fill in the lack. And that it does not matter whether there are any bodies in the space, including the body one considers one's own, nor the condition of that body, how it looks how it feels, in what situation it finds itself. Nothing can take away the sweetness of the blissful essence of what you are. But only when you realize that you are not what you have been trained to think you are. And you have been trained to think you are that so that you would be controllable by others who needed to control you so that they could fill their own lack of sweetness. And that resulted only in your hatred of those who wanted to control you and theirs of you. But the solution to the problem of the inability to relate, to love, to harmonize, to co-create, to be free of suffering, and of putting the excess hatred and fear into one's body and turning them into symptoms, and putting them into one's relationship and turning it into a hell realm. The solution to all of this is simply to realize that the infinite consciousness from which your ego has been cut out has never been affected by the illusion of the cookie cutter and remains always in the perfection of its infinite sweetness and its power, its immortality. It's freedom from any neediness or suffering. It's impeccable and pure and stainless being that has no reason to feel guilt or sin or frustration. And to achieve this, you need only to be willing To know your own infinitely beautiful sweetness that is the luminous essence of the God-Self. You have always been and shall always be. and live in that self rather than in the illusory cookie-dom that is crumbling and has lost its capacity to realize its infinite goodness. The shelf life of the ego is short but the eternal beauty of the essence of our being will never die. There is nothing you have to do to gain the power of the goodness and the truth and the bliss of your being, except stop thinking you are something other than you are. It's just that simple. Because that one consciousness that you are has no form, no objective qualities, no thoughts, no complexity. no complexes, no fantasies because of the absolute simplicity of your nature. It is only the doing and thinking of absolutely nothing brings your consciousness through the eye of the needle, through the cookie cutter and back to the infinite essence. In one timeless instant, you are free. There is only one way out of the labyrinth is this return to the infinite blissful self that you are. May you choose this pathless path without suffering any further unnecessary maya. Enjoy the essence of your being without any contamination by the delusion of the ego. That is Sat Yoga. May you enjoy the peace of dissolving all ego boundaries in the infinite sweetness of pure being. May you enjoy all of the tastes of the infinite varieties of sweetness, of goodness, of love, of joy that God has put into this perfect recipe. And may you enjoy the ultimate delight of metamorphosing all of these infinitely wondrous tastes into wisdom, power, light, love, creativity. And the power to bring a new taste into this infinite world that is your own liberated self.